Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, John. If you're wondering why on a Saturday morning you're seeing me, but we had an opportunity to come out on a beautiful day, attacked by yellow jackets, flies, my crutches behind me, uh, playing, doing my best wounded warrior routine to come out here to uh, the Coyman area and talk about something. Politics has been kind of on our topic here for the last couple of weeks. We had uh, Corey last week from Talking Politics and Religion Without Killing Each Other podcast, which is the greatest name. I'm jealous of his name. So we had an opportunity to talk to him, but but he talks to people in California on a fairly large scale. So to have an opportunity to to talk to some more local folks, to be able to talk more local politics and what's happening in our own backyard, I couldn't pass up on this. Some of you might remember uh, Jamie uh, Gart. I, I always get it wrong. He's going to yell at me at some point. Guard. So so cheap. So I don't know. Jamie yells <laughs> every time I get the shit wrong. Every time <clears throat> I'm not good at it. I don't know why people just can't have normal names like Steve, Bob. It's just it's easier for me. I'm not good at this. You should have seen me trying to get everybody's names here right. So, but we had an opportunity. So we're gonna go around the room real quick, and we're gonna introduce. And what we're gonna have everybody do is uh, we got some local folks from uh, the Coyman area that are gonna introduce themselves. They're all running for different offices here. They're going to introduce themselves and say what office that they're running for. Hey, move, move the camera, Dylan. My cameraman is my son today. Uh, Ron Hotelli, I'm running for town council here. I'm, um, I'm Cindy Rousey, and I'm also running for town council in Queemans. I'm Pete DeLuke, and I'm running for highway superintendent in the town of Queemans. And you already know who I am. Yeah. So let's do a little bit of quick house cleaning. Now that we've got everybody here, we got to get this done. So real quick, get our house cleaning done. As always, folks, uh, if you, you're looking to support something, maybe you're supporting a local politician, local political group, something that you're, you care about, something that matters to you. I don't care if it's a Girl Scout troop or it's a band, another podcast. Reach out to us at the Above the Bar podcast. We can be reached on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Instagram, TikTok, even our email. It's all the above the bar podcast at gmail.com. So reach out to us there. You send me what you got. I'll give you the address where to send it to. You send me the sticker. We'll put it on the big board back, back to home office here. Also, maybe your media, it's looking like it might have been running in the election of the 1800s and it's just not, not up to snuff. So make sure you reach out to Media by Dibs. That's D I B S. You can find him on Instagram. Media by Dibs. You can find him on Facebook. Media by Dibs. D-I-B-S. And if you look on LinkedIn, it's Andrew Dibble. D-I-B-B-L-E. Mention to him that you want to belly up to the bar. He's going to give you a 10% discount on your first order and a free uh, consultation. So all that. And if folks, we apologize. We can't do nothing about the fan behind us if you're hearing that fan. So we're going to we're going to do our best to, to work on that. And I got to play with my mic here for a minute because so every time I travel with these things. I always feel like I have to reset every every bit of it. So bear with me here. So we're going to get into this now. So I'm curious from and whoever wants to go, Dylan, you got to be on your game today. You're going to have to be on your game today. <laughs> I have my 13 year old cameraman with me today, so he's got to be on his game. Look, I'm trying to give you a career opportunities, career choices here. So whoever wants to go first, how long have each of you been involved in local politics? Um, well, I've, I've lived in Queemans for, um, about 11 years now and Being right up into that. Mark. Okay. Um, and I first got involved in municipal, um, things, uh, in 2013 when I started working for the village and kind of got my first taste of what local politics are. And then, um, I moved over to the town and started working at the town and worked for the town supervisor with a very political, um, position. And then at that point, I decided to run for town clerk. So I've actually held office before. Um, and I spent four years as town clerk. 
And I got involved just because I wanted to be part of the community and do something good for our local community. And I loved being town clerk. I loved the interaction with the community members that I had on a daily basis. Um, and it just, the help that you're able to give people, um, your friends and your family and your neighbors, it's just, yeah, that's kind of why I got involved and why I'd like to stay involved. All right. This is actually my first time getting involved in running for a political office. Um, I have a family history of politicians. Uh, my dad ran for council and supervisor, and uh, so I was kind of brought up around being in politics. I have now with him and his campaigns and all that. Um, currently, I, I work for state government. And I've uh, volunteered for a lot of organizations uh, in the community. I'm a sports, sports association, I'm on my local parish council. And uh, as my kids have gotten older, I found that I have a lot more time to uh, involve myself. And this is how I want to kind of do it. I want to see more voices brought to the community. And the uh, community needs to be more involved in local government. Um, you keep seeing a lot of things going on, you know, at the national level. And, I just think a lot of people, the community needs to get more involved and, uh, you know, more common sense. People need to talk. And that's kind of where I want to get involved with it. And that's how I got involved. I've been uh, involved for a few years. I ran back in 2017 and lost by a small margin. And I also want to just continue to try to do something for the community and uh, set forth grounds that we used to have and bring that all back together and work as a community and not just different parties running for different positions, but have the community come together and work as a whole. And, and already we're starting to get it, uh, some comments here. So Kristen Manna, who's been on the show, she's brought folks on, she's brought politicians. We actually, from out in California, she says, go local candidates, change starts locally. The bottom of the ticket matters so much. Thank you all for making the communities better. So, and she's way out in California uh, we love Kristen. She's always got good stuff to say. But uh, so I, I'm hearing all this and I'm what's interesting to me, and I, I want to get your feel on this is, I mean, why local? Why does it matter? And the reason I bring that up is I'm probably the odd man out nine times out of 10 for political parties because I vote libertarian. But I always say the problem with my party is, is we won't run for these. We won't run for these and then can't figure out why we can't go somewhere else. So why for the three of you, is it that you'd rather stay local than, than push for one of these bigger offices where you have a bigger voice and there's more going on? Listen, I've lived in this town all my life and a lot of my friends and peers that I went to high school with left. I stayed. Um, I have been in this town. I, I grew up in the village. I lived out in Pimentala. I grew up, I raised my family here. Um, and local means a lot to people around here, and you really want a modern community. And and like you said, you know, we may not always agree on things. My dad ran as a Democrat, but I don't think he really cared who uh, you know voted for him or who didn't vote for him. He didn't care if he made his party happy. He didn't care if he made his party unhappy. Because um, you're there to do a job, and you're there to do a job for the entire community. But when he went to bed at night, he went to bed knowing that he did everything that was in the best interest of the community. And I think that's what we all should be doing. Right. The best interest of the community, no matter who votes you in. And uh, whether you leave yourself out on an island because you made the right decision for all people, you're not going to make everybody happy. I'm not going to make everybody happy if I'm you know, chosen to be put in this office. But I'm going to do it to the best interest of the community. Um, I actually think local politics matters more than the federal um, and state stuff sometimes. I mean, what's going to affect you more on a daily basis? The pothole in front of your house or something going on in Washington, D.C.? I mean, the pothole in front of your house is local politics. That's contacting your town, getting someone to come out, um, the highway superintendent to come out and fix that pothole. That is all local politics. And it the local stuff affects your daily life. You need to get married. Local politics. You go see your town clerk. 
Uh, you need to build a deck. Local politics. Uh, <laughs> don't even get, uh, that's a whole nother <laughs> You go see your building department um, at Town Hall. It's everything that you're doing on a daily basis is your local politics. Um, the, that stuff, that national stuff is, it's, it doesn't affect your daily life nearly as much. It, it's almost like a pyramid government in general politics and a whole and uh, it's only going to be as good as the structure and you need to start at the bottom and your bottom needs to be strong to hold the top of the pyramid nationally. I like that, I, I like that sound. And, and it's, it's interesting as you, you're bringing up and you're bringing up some of the things. So if somebody's seeing you for the first time or they don't know who you are, what are the issues or concerns in, and see, what's funny to me when I, and it's, it's funny hearing the way you, I say it, I say, Ravina Coyman, you say Queens. See, you know, Queen you, Lake and Queens. And, and what's just mm-hmm. funny to me, because I didn't grow up here, because I, you can tell I know how to say the word elementary and, 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 <laughs> and documentary. I know how to say those words. That's my big joke when everybody here in New York. Can you guys, that's, let's see, can you say elementary? Elementary. So you say it right. Um, I grew up in central New York, and but I lived in, um, North Dakota first, so I do the elementary, complementary, documentary. See, there it was. There it was. <laughs> Long time resident. There's here. always at least one. There's got to be one. <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, and I like it when people tell me that it's not real. That's not real. That's not real. Nobody does that. And then I go call up Forts Ferry School District, mm-hmm. and I play the answering machine, and it says, "Welcome to Forts Ferry Elementary School," and I went. So, and I joke about these things, but that's local. What are some of the local things? If somebody was just running into you and they just ran into you, Cindy, and they said, hey, you just talked about all these things being at at the local level. What's going on locally that you're going to be able to affect and why I should give give two two shakes about voting for you? Um, Well, locally, um, we have a few issues going on. One is really being able to get your voice heard at town board meetings. um, and just the town in general. Currently, uh, people are having issues um, being able to speak up and say how they feel about things. Um, what do you mean? Like, tell me more about what you mean. So, um, if you go to a town board meeting, uh, sometimes a town uh, supervisor will shut you down. He won't be able to say what you wanted to say. He'll say that you can only talk about things that were on the agenda, things like that. Um, I know a lot of people have stopped going to town board meetings and saying how they feel about things just because of how they're treated there. Um, they're not always treated in the best way um, by some of the members of the town board. And they really want, they, they felt demeaned and like they were um, just not treated nice. And so they don't like to have a voice anymore. And so the people of Queens have really lost the ability to say how they feel about local things going on. Um, and that's kind of one of the big things we want to do is we want to get back on the board um, it's all one party right now. And the only voice you ever hear is the supervisor's voice. Oh, really? Um, and we want to make sure that we can get back on there and make sure that each individual board member's voice is being heard. How, how as well as the what? voice of, the, of, of, as well as the voice of you the taxpayers. Now you're not running for the same chair. No. Okay. I, I wanted to make, cause I know we said that you were both running for town council got that shit right so i said yeah. town not city <laughs> but you're both running for town council so there's two spots two um, two open seats yeah it's kind of a unique election because the two spots that were you know we're buying buying for were spots that were actually appointed by the current supervisor so it's kind of a special election okay so it's you know a normal election you would be like a top two vote getters but uh right now it's we're kind of going hand in hand against the two spots two now, do you have people that are running against you? We do, yeah. Okay. So they were appointed earlier this year by the current supervisor. And I'll say this now so that nobody gets their feelings hurt. Come find my show. You have open opportunity to speak on my show. That's the way the law works. Everyone gets a fair shake. Come find find me. Come find Jamie. You can come, come on. I'll have you on. We can talk about your side to it also. Please don't think I'm playing one side or the other because trust me. You just don't know me. Oh, and don't get us wrong. Because anybody can talk to Cindy and I, and I think they'll talk to any of us. I don't think we have any of us. Any 
don't feel any or anything nasty to say about anybody we're running against. We just feel that they've acquiesced their voting power, their rights, the right to speak to our current supervisor. He's actually, you know, feels like we've taken the power away to actually speak up. Yeah. And, you know, they're very nice people. They yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Well, as he also appointed the current highway superintendent as well. He's not an incumbent. He was appointed to that position. So it sounds like the the, the town superintendent kind of has his folks, his people, and you're looking to come in and kind of shake that up a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. guess you could say that. Um, we just want to make sure that things are happening the way they should. Uh, town business should be taking place at a town board meeting. Yes. Um, right now, it takes place behind closed doors. Um, they've already oh, like right in Albany. <laughs> they've already decided everything by the time they come out to sit in those seats at the town board meeting. Um, and we want to make sure that discussions are happening so that the townspeople know what each town board member feels about something. Um, we're elected not to just say what one person um, wants us to say. We're elected to be the voice of the people um, our next door neighbors. We're we're elected to make sure that our voice as a person and our voice um, as a representative of the community are being heard. And that is so important. And it's been lost in our town for almost three years now. And not to be afraid to have spirited discussion. We yeah. don't always agree on everything. And we can agree to disagree. But at the end of the day, which makes the right decision just making informed decisions let's make the proper fiscal decisions and do it the right way and not behind the closed door where all of a sudden we just come out and say and make a motion yes and make a motion yes and make a motion no discussion and no discussions already happened oh yeah discussions already happened now now pete you of the the positions that we're talking about here yours is kind of unique like you're running for something that in my mind i hope you know what the hell you're doing Right. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like going and work, being on a, nothing wrong with being on the town council, but you know, I can have an opinion. I can research stuff and I can understand it. But if somebody said to me, Hey, we're redoing a stretch of nine W here and we need to figure out what the requirements are. When can we, you know, lay right, asphalt, right. do all those kind of things. I hope you know what the hell you're talking about. So, so for you, what qualifies you for a role like that? Well, I've been currently, in the field for over 25 years, public sector and private sector, and uh, work in the field. I currently work for New York State DOT, and I do a wide variety of job duties there, as I have everywhere else. And uh, not that I know everything, because I don't believe anybody really truly does, but I know the resources to try to find the right answers to get the solution done for the issues at hand. So, so you, you do have the practical application knowledge Right. Of what this takes, it's right. not just. I think that one looks open. That looks cool to me. I can right. do that. I, I ran some dirt out in my backyard one right. time. I can handle it. It's that. a little bit more involved than that. Excellent. So, in all these different roles and, and what you're all thinking about doing, I think a lot of us think, well, politicians make too much. They get this. Let's go ahead and dispel. This is local politics. They're really, you know, you're probably getting a high uh, high five and a happy meal. At best, you know, so so thinking about it, it in that way, is there anything, you know, maybe this is probably the better question. How does your family because you're taking time away from people who who, who at least tell you that they like you? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they tell you that, but you're taking time away from them. How does people in your life feel about this or, or when you told them even, hey, you know, I know for Cindy, she's been running for office. But for you, Ron, this is your first shot. You've been doing this for a bit, Pete. How did those folks feel when you said, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and suck away the time that you would want to do stuff with me, and I'm going to go ahead and spend it with people who just want to yell at me? Well, my wife said it's about time because she's been sitting on the school board for the last 12 years. <laughs> so now you can see how it feels. But they don't get paid for the things so I do, but she does. So, uh, so she's, she's very encouraging of it. Uh, and my wife and I, we've always been involved with organizations, local organizations, so we've always given our time to the community in different ways. Um, this is just a different way to try to do it and all that, so she's very supportive, very encouraging of it, and she, she understands all the time away right now. 
that was that that field goal symbol was for that fan finally stopping folks you have no idea it smells really good out here (laughs) it smells like straight greasy greasy onions which i like the smell but so so how about for for the other two like anybody that was like come on give me a break like you're done with this well i feel like myself i've always been uh trying to do for in service to others and help out the community and if you see something say something and if you don't like what you don't what you do see if you don't do anything about it you can't complain about it so if you want to try to improve the situation of whether it's council or highway you know and if you have the time to step it up and try to make a difference in your community everybody should try to do their part um i know for me i'm um i'm at that point ron's ron's at a similar point where our kids are grown now um kind of out of the house, (laughs) not all of them completely out of the house, but I have more time to spend on things, more time to spend uh, with my community. Uh, My kids don't need me as much um, on a minute by minute basis. I don't have to drive them everywhere anymore. Um, And so I am able to take that time that I had spent with my kids before and take that time and put it into um, these positions, into the community. Um, and it really is time consuming. Um, you have to know that when you're going to go to the grocery store, you're going to run into people who are going to want to stop and yeah, talk to I you. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, but... And so what may have been a 10 minute trip to the grocery store now took you an hour. Um, and it's all sort of things like that, that um, you have to know that it is going to be taking more of your time. Um, my, my husband has been extremely supportive. Um, He's uh, very community-based as well. And my, um, my kids have been supportive from afar um, since they're grown and they don't live in the area anymore. Uh, well, one is in school, um, the other's out of school. So, um, but one is in, the one in school is in Buffalo. So she's not, she can't support me on a daily basis on doing things, but she can support me from afar. So. And, and you've got a question here from, from Jamie of all people. Wonder where he's at. <laughs> no, but he really is. He's curious. For each of the seats that you're going for, what is the most important issue that you feel of, is going to impact the Queenman's? Let's say I got it right this time. Should have saw the first time I saw Coxsackie. Uh, <laughs> that threw me way off. But affecting the uh, Queenman's area, what's the the big issue for each of your seats? I will go first. And uh, I think the biggest thing for the highway superintendent position in local Queemans would be uh, being able to know what's going on with the traffic situation and knowing the job duties that are going on and being able to participate in the job duties and actually partaking in them. What, what do you mean by partaking in them? Being right alongside the guys that are working the job and being able to assist them if needed. Being so- right in the dirt. So, so actually going out, seeing what, not necessarily getting behind a backhoe or something like that, but, but being able to be there, see what's going on and being able to. Whatever it takes. Yes. Nice. I think we got a couple. Yeah, what? there are. You got probably the, the town hall proposal. Yeah. What's the town hall proposal? Uh, currently there's a proposal for a new town hall. Um, and we've set aside a amount of up to $7 million dollars. Yeah. We're glad you think so. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. Like, damn, seven, seven so, mil. And then once that came out, um, there was a movement within the community to have it pushed to be put on public referendum to go to public vote. And that's now on the ballot this year to whether or not the town should spend seven million dollars for new town hall. Um, now, I don't live in this town, so I'm curious is like the current town hall disheveled like holes in the ceiling like asbestos like i'm, I'm gonna catch something going in there or... <laughs> not quite that bad yet it, it's in rough shape it is in rough shape you know, i used to work there years ago uh when i used to be a human dispatcher for ems you know when i first started before i went into my current career um the building has definitely seen its life, seen better days it's seen its better days life expectancy but to come out wouldn't say it's going to cost six or seven million dollars with just a picture and no reason why. It's now is that a renovation? Is that a no, new that's building? A and a rebuild. Okay. Yep. So um, I 
I'd like to see why they say that. They don't have any reason why they say he's going to cross that. I'm not against the Utah. See, I'm a horrible person because I would be like, whose brother-in-law is involved? than this well, yeah, <laughs> well exactly yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, I, but i don't live in this town folks <laughs> you can say that so, um, can't come after me i don't no. live here um no. we've also asked them to put numbers to some of the other options they've looked into and they haven't been able to do that no. um so we know renovation of the building is not an option but there's other buildings in town that could be renovated that would be an option so we've asked them to put numbers or how about looking for a spot that's big enough to put um, a single story building in a, a brand new single story building instead of having to do elevators and all of that. Um, and to build within just, they're, they're looking to build within just a little spot of land, um, which is going to be tough. And so if they were able to, they put numbers to some of those other things so that people could have a comparison then maybe I would be fine with $7 million for a new town hall. I don't know because I haven't had the opportunity to have those numbers put in front of me. Now, now living outside of the Queenman's area, anytime I think of this, I think Ravina Queenman. Right? Mm -hmm. So is any of this affecting the Ravina area or is that a, a separate piece? Cause I just don't know. Cause anytime I think about the school district and I think right. about those things, I always think about them combined. So, is that part of this or is that two separate things? So the Ravina itself is a village within the town of Queemans. Okay. So anything that affects the town of Queemans, well, I guess not anything. There are some things that the village um, has um, that it does for itself that the town doesn't do. But for the most part, when you're a village resident, you're a town resident and you what happens affects them both. Um, the school district is much bigger, though, than just Ravina Queemans. Um, it goes down into New Baltimore and goes up and takes in Selkirk, parts okay. of Selkirk. So the school district is much bigger than what we're looking at gotcha. for just Ravina Queemans. But the village of Ravina itself and the town of Queemans um, are um, those residents are the ones affected by the town board positions. So uh, and all the way from California. I love my Kristen. Uh, she wants to know, this is a question for all candidates. Can you share with, with the listeners what, what is the top need your camp needs for support for the rest of your race? So what are the things that you would say, hey, this is the type of supporter. These are the things that we really need for this race moving forward. I think um, one of the main things is people to get out and vote themselves, not just uh, verbally say that I'm behind you, but get to the polls and vote um unfortunately every campaign needs money but i would say money and volunteers um we need people to make phone calls we need people to do things like that and we need money to send out flyers and things like that to let people know what um on a door-to-door -door basis what these issues are we would love if we were able to hit every single door in the town of Queemans, but that would take probably a year um, we just don't have that kind of time. And so trying to get the word out about who we are and what we want to do is um, we have to rely on volunteers to help us with that. Yeah, more volunteers would be definitely helpful. Um, we've definitely been trying to rely on social media. Um, we have a big rural area out in Queens Hollow, Alcove, Cove. And, you know, as it gets later in the season here in upstate New York, you're chasing the sunshine to uh, to knock on doors in a big rural area, so that's that's been the biggest uh, uh, hurdle, I would say, in, in getting on door knocking and all that. Um, volunteers would be great for you know, some phone calls. Um, everybody can always use extra funding for mailers, and, um, but I think we're doing a good job with uh, you know almost like a grassroots campaign. It's almost like you know David and Goliath type of thing down here. It really you guys, is. It really you guys is. Are, um, well, that becomes my question. So if, if somebody's out there and they're hearing this and when they find this, what, how can they, uh, how can they actually get out there and, and make that donation? Um, we have, uh, we have a site set up through act blue, um, that we share on our Facebook page fairly often. So what is it? Read, um, read what that is. Tell oh, us what that oh, is. Boy. 
yeah. candidates for Queen, and it's called actblue.com. What is act? Blue? It's through actblue.com. It's the Democratic um, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's a national thing, but you can use it at a local level too. Um, and I think it's run by the Democratic Party, I believe. Yep, and you link and to so, our Facebook page is Candidate for Freemans, and then there's a link within that you know, for donating to our, you know, to our particular um, Democratic Party. And, and all three of you are on that, right? Yep. So again, for, and thank you for taking the time, your dog. That's Ron. Ho- Hotel. I almost called you Hotling. I'm telling you, I'm horrible with names. I tell people this all the time. But I can get Cindy's because I like Ronda Rousey. So Cindy Rousey's <laughs> and Pete and Pete, you can't mess up. Pete DeLuke. Right. Like you're just this is a guy, he's down there, he's gonna work the road cruise for you. He's gonna help you out. Pete DeLuke, you get that whole thing paved right over there for you. Don't even worry Appreciate about it. that. Get that all paved over, no problem. Okay, so that's, yeah. the, the town hall was the one thing. And I think the uh cooperation between the village and the town is probably that is another huge is issue. So are those separate entities in themselves? They are separate entities and uh it used to be a really good relationship between supervisor and mayor in years past. Um, and I think that's got to be um, brought back. They, they got to work together a bit more. So for the listeners from outside of New York State, New York is actually in a very interesting um, jurisdictional setup. Um, in New York, towns are kind of a subset of a county and then within a town you can have other municipalities so within the town of Queemans you have the village of Ravina that it has its own um its own mayor and trustees yeah and so even though they're they have their own they're still in the town of Queemans so it's, it's really just a subset of a county. Um, most other places do not have that. And I actually didn't understand how it all worked until I started doing genealogy. Um, when I started doing genealogy is where I really was like, oh, that makes so much more sense now. Because records were kept at different levels. And, oh, and okay. so I was able to find out more of how the jurisdictions worked in New York. And yeah, it's it's. Like I said, it's different from any other state. Yeah, that's wild. See, that I would have never. Yeah. Well, see, I've always been thrown off by New York. I grew up in Baltimore, like I said. And the first time I got up to New York and they were like, every little town had its own police department. Yep. I'm like, well, that's a sure hell of a waste of money. And people are like, what are you talking about? Where I grew up in Baltimore, Baltimore County has a police department. That big ass county has one police department, has one chief. You captains, you gotta, you gotta, I'll be right back. Pete's gonna be right back. He's got he's got road crew shit to do. <laughs> but it, it threw me off. Now, is there any from the town standpoint? So those are the big issues that we're dealing with. Do either of you have any pie in the sky? Like, I'd really love to. I'd really love to to pay attention to and really address this issue that maybe has been brushed off to the side or people really don't, they, they talk about it, but it really isn't the at hand mm-hmm. big things. Any, anything like that for you? Well, I know for me, I really, really, really want to propose a new ethics law. Um, our ethics law is not even um, in uh, what's the word like with a state law like oh the state's horrible you know that right so well but there's this like a state law about ethics um that is supposed to be for small municipalities okay. like there's something that they say ours doesn't even meet those requirements um it hasn't been updated in 40 years um and so people are getting away with a lot of things that they shouldn't be able to because of that and so um, if I'm elected, one of the first things I'm going to do is try and propose a new law. We're, we're going to be in the minority. <laughs> um, so I don't know if it'll go through, but at least I'll be able to get up there and say, look, this needs to be looked at. This needs to be changed. Um, and maybe um, it'll help people to think about um, what, uh, what town government should be looking like rather than what it is looking like right now um what what it could be rather than what it is so what is so i'm curious because i i know the new york state ethics law because it makes me laugh because when lord commander cuomo 
was in was in <laughs> office. He changed it after he all the stuff with the uh, the guy before him. I can't think of his name. They got uh, client number nine. Uh, I can't think of his name. The one that got in trouble with the prostitution. No, Spencer, because Patterson. I got a funny story about him. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was a, there was a whole thing with that. Um, Dylan, fix that. I don't have any power. Um, but there was a whole thing. So, what is different in your current laws from what it should be? Well, there should be um, disclosure statements. Um, you should have to say what kind of. Um, interest you have in any of the different companies that are in town? Um, do you have? Oh a, yeah, um, yeah that would make sense. Yeah, do you have a family member that works for such and such a company? And that way, um, people can see if you are giving contracts and making money off of them. And we don't have that right now. The town board does not do any disclosure statements. It just so. It's um, it's almost like even at Capitol Hill when we, you know, what's what's the thing? Follow Nancy's uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, stock market. If you just follow her trade, you can make oh, million. Yeah. That's like a whole thing in and of itself. I watch all these pages. Uh, so how about you know, what do you want to want us to know about you or 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 what you want to give to the town? Anything in particular that you say? Hey, you know, this is something you should know about me. Well, I, I think part of it is is that I consider myself to be more of a, a central leaning person. I, I like to think that I can sit down and talk to anybody. And the guy, like you said, that you can walk into a bar or walk into the supermarket and, and carry on a conversation with, you know, no matter who you are. I've spent my entire career working. I've worked for a whole my entire life. and. You know, working with all sorts of individuals and, and dealing with all sorts of people and working with and, and being able to listen to somebody and try to help them out. So you're taking that ability to the people within this town and seeing what their concerns are and what their needs are. You know, growing up, you know, and, and being involved again, you know, my, my dad ran, you know, at the Democratic Party, it was an active party. You know, there were things going on. I'm fifty five years old, so when I was a teenager got together and they actually had big events, big fundraisers, and kids got involved with the community and you know, and older people in the community. I'd like to see that come out. I'd like to see people be happy with their government and be involved in their government no matter what side they're on. You know, they gotta be you know, they gotta be government's gotta be inclusive. You know, people gotta be able to, you know, see that, you know, the people that are serving them are ethical, you know, that they're open, that they're willing to discuss everything. They're they're truly there for them and to be able to have the people be able to listen to that. So that's kind of what I want to be able to do, be able to, be able to see and bring to these people. Um, I'm going to ditto a lot of that. Um, I mean, for me, I just really want people to know that I want to talk to them. I, I want to see what they think about things. I want to... Um, I want to be able to voice... Um, their opinions and my own opinions at um, things like a town board meeting. I want to try and make this a better community. And like Ron said, that takes talking to everyone, not just um, the people in your own party. Uh, and so I want to sit down and talk to everyone. I want to, I, I like to talk to people in the grocery store. I like to talk to people when I go out to the park for a walk. Um, all of those things are important to me. Um, talking to the people in the community and getting to know the people in your community. And um, it's such a huge part of being a town board member um, is just being out in the community. Your, your business is not always in town hall. I, you know, I think you know, going to events and seeing what's going on and knowing what's going on in your community, you know, you're not going to do all your work you know, in whatever town hall structure we have, you gotta go out and you gotta go to the the police department, the fire department, you gotta walk around the parks, you gotta go on to all the you know, the events that you know certain people are having within the community. Just you know, that's not what you don't have to work in town hall other than you, you you do some of your discussion and you have your you know you make your decisions there sometimes the only way you're gonna learn about what's going on in your town, you gotta go out and see what's going on in your town. 
go to school events, go to different, you know, church events, go to different uh, community events, social events. You know, you got to make yourself known and, and, and people want to see that. And uh, that's where you get your work done. And I, I want to be that person that, you know, I've lived here all my life. And, you know, I think I can take advantage of that. I think that uh, a lot of things happen within our community. My position itself is a full-time position and the salary affects that a little bit but i also think that not only it's not a six to three job or seven to four job it's a 24 7 year round you can have storms during the summer as well as the winter and um you know have to make sure that all the roads are cleared and make sure that everybody has safe travels no matter what time of year it is and so it's a full commitment you know year round what would you like to say to all these yellow jackets that just will not leave us alone <laughs> today <laughs> as we're sitting here? I mean, goodness gracious, this is just silly right, right now. But, you know, so I'm going to kind of raise it a little bit here to some of the issues. And I don't know if these affect in the Queemans area mm -hmm. or not uh, so much, but some of the things that we hear, in, and I'm actually probably in the minority in this in, in a lot of places. How do you feel, and maybe does it exist within the town and within the supervisor's role? Is there any type of term limits? And for some of these roles, would you support them? I can tell you right now, I don't support term limits. And the only reason I say that is uh, you already got them. Don't vote for the person. That's how that shit works. Uh, if you don't like them, don't vote for them. And if everybody keeps voting for them, obviously they must like them. But that's my personal opinion. For these roles, is there any kind of term limits? Would you support term limits, anything like that? Um, I was just going to say, uh, there's no term limits. Um, the most we have to um, kind of reflect kind of that if you want to vote for someone is the supervisor's term is two years. So you have every two years you get to say whether you like the supervisor or not. Everything else is four years. But um, there are no term limits. So like you said, if you're doing a good job, then you're going to stick around because people are going to vote for you. Um, if you're not doing a good job, then you've, uh, you're out. Um, or if people perceive, based on what other people say, you're not doing a good job, then you're out sometimes, unfortunately. But um, it's still, it's the will of the people. Um, and that's really, to me, in government, that's what matters. It's the will of the people. Yeah, currently there's a proposal, there's another proposal to, to, to switch the supervisor's term from a two-year term to a four-year term that's um, also on the ballot this year as well um, I got mixed um, I guess a mixed decision on that the way the board currently operates there's no checks and balances with our current supervisor so I think keeping it as a two-year term right now is probably the best way to go if he's doing a good job or perceived to be doing a good job <laughs> uh, keep it two years if the board functioned in the way it was supposed to be and every board member actually felt that and knew that they were an equal voting member, everybody was one fifth and they could check each other all the time, I would have no problem with, with being a four-year term. But with term limits, I'm not I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, keeping a two-year term right now and earning your job is fine with me. And term limits, as far as the highway superintendent goes, I would feel the same way as what you stated, you know, pretty much that uh, if you're doing a good job, continue the good job. And if the people are going to continue to let you keep that person in that seat. Yeah, I've always felt that way. I've never under I never quite fully understood. People were like, we need term limits because your guy keeps losing like your guy keeps losing. <laughs> so you're mad. So you don't want him to be able to come to the schoolyard anymore and play. That's how we're going to do this and take my ball and go home. Right. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So we've got these things going on. How about anything? So, you know, county wise. So kind of step it up. Is there anything from the county wise that you're looking to? I guess I don't know other any other term than protect coinmen from things that you're hearing that the county may want to do and they may want to impose that you've heard that may be coming down or that you would want to push from the, the bottom up with that foundation, like Pete said, and make sure that they understand that this is important at our level, but we need it for the support from your level. Anything along those lines that you'd be looking to push? The only thing that myself I'd like to push is um, knowing the different structures of 
town, county, and statewide to use shared services best of our ability where we don't need to buy specialized equipment. You know, you can use it from a different municipality with the following town next door or somewhere else within the state. That just makes sense. Yeah. Um, That's not a thing. (laughs) Hold on. That's not a thing. It's kind of a thing. A lot of people don't utilize the ability to do. Okay. So you can do that. Yeah. Just people are like, I want my own toys. Right. Got it. Okay. Because in my mind, I'm thinking like, if I'm paying for some shit that somebody else has got one town over that I know is sitting there collecting dust, I better be able to like, I somehow my money paid for it. I guarantee right. you my money paid for Definitely. it. Definitely. Um, I, I think I'd have to say with the county like interfering and stuff down here, we, uh, county doesn't bother too much with us. I'm about um, to say, do they know you guys are out here? It, pretty much. Um, not, they do know we're out here. But. The only services that we share with the county is we share the sheriff. Sheriff. Um, That's sheriff about and it. Our, uh, local work is Apple yeah. your sheriff? Is the Apple the sheriff? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think um, they have bigger fish to fry with uh, being Albany County and uh, looking too much into Queemans. But they are supportive when we need things. Um, I know uh, they've provided to our summer rec program a bus to take kids out to Lawson Lake Park. Oh, nice. Which is actually in our town as well. Um, but it's a county park. Um, it's right out on the outer edges of town. And so um, they do support us when we ask for things. So I think that's good. Um, and just making sure you keep that relationship up with that is important. Um, making sure you talk to the county, let them know what you need. Um, but I don't think they've ever um, really tried to do too much down here. I don't think they send or Yeah. Now, now we've, we've talked about this and, you know, Got listeners all over the place. So I'm coming to Albany, flying out to Smalbany for whatever the reasoning is. We'll figure out one. I mean, maybe it's a garlic festival or something going on around. But somebody's coming through this area or they're looking to move to the capital region. They're looking at the Ravina Coinman area, Coinman in particular, and they're looking at these areas. What would you I mean, you said you've been here your whole life. You've been here 11 years. How long have you been here, Pete? Since 83. So more, more than your life. Um, <laughs> since the O's won a World Series. All right. <laughs> so we can go with that. Sam told you things that matter to me. But what would you want people to know about this community that makes you stay here and makes you say, hey, you know, stop trying to steal my questions. You hear me there, Jamie? <laughs> I look over at my screen and Jamie's already popped up the same question on here. But what would you want? Uh, people to know about this area? Well, the area itself is uh, pretty unique. Within minutes, you can travel south to the Catskills or north up to the Adirondacks. The community itself is a small community and where we have a lot of good things inside as well as the riverfront and our own mountains and golf course and great food along the way. Speaking of great food, we are at the uh, Halfway House Tavern here on, is this, well, this is Church Street, right? Main, uh, Street. Main Street, Main Street in Coinman, who I'm telling you, when I get done and it takes me all my time to wrap all these wires back up, I'm going in and getting something to eat because the smell of onion. I love onions, <laughs> but I, I can I highly recommend their burgers. Burgers are worth it. So yep. you can watch me eat kids. You haven't earned your meal today. So how about how about for for you? So one of um, what drew us here was a job for my husband. He's a librarian. Um, We have a great library here in town. I'll just throw out a a little uh, um, plug for the library. Plug for them. Um, And uh, so it it brought us down here. Um, We moved here. We rented for a little while to see where we wanted to stay. Uh, We love the feel of the community. We love um, that you know your neighbors. Um, I feel like you can walk here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you could walk here to get the thing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, Especially where I live, you can walk to the grocery store. You can walk to Cumberland Farms. You can walk to Stewart's. You can walk to the firehouse. Oh, yeah. Listen to me. So that's the only living up in Center Brunswick. That's the only thing I miss is we don't have like neighborhood bar that that doesn't exist where I live, and I miss that. You have no idea. And I think we also have a great commute time here. Um, When I think of the traffic that people wait in to commute going north, it just blows my mind. Um, I commute up to Albany every day. And it is 
I've only once ran into um, trouble with commuting, and that was actually on the way home because of a, a bad accident on the throughway. Um, but going up there every morning, coming home every night, there's no traffic. We well, are opposite direction of everybody. Exactly. So it it's like it's perfect. I can't even imagine trying to get in that traffic going north every day or going west. And there's a lot of industry in this area. Selkirk, you got CSX, you got Fabcon up up there. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not far from Owens Corning from here. Save save it. A lot of people work there. Yeah. It's, it, it's employed a lot of people from this community over the years um, just to kind of uh, go along with Cindy. The commute's great. Yeah. Um, I've lived in the village. I've lived in Freeman's Hollows. I've always been a great dog. And it was always great. You never had to deal with that. I have a buddy of mine that's lived in the park. And his commute is uh, hellish. Uh, in I can only imagine. And in the <laughs> evening. But, you know, I grew up here all my life, you know, growing up right here in the village. You know, my, my parents didn't... Uh, feel uneasy about letting me walk up to the village park on main street and uh and or going down to the river or running over to the school thing behind the school so we got a good riverfront down there you know with the marina but then you can go out back and we have a nice town park that has a um uh, the frisbee uh golf courses disc, out there. Golf. disc yep. golf the like, leisure olympics part of the leisure olympics <laughs> yes yep. and then we have an outdoor reservoir that's out there you know that you know is people go out there and, and see so we have a nice rural part of this community. You have a nice village part of this community. Again, we have that walking feel right within this hometown. Um, I raised my family here because I knew the people here. Like, you know, you knew your teachers. Um, when my kids went to school and then they were thinking they really screwed up, you know, the teachers would call us because they were probably the kids I went to school with. <laughs> you know, kid did this or... You know, hey, you remember uh, the time you did that? Your kid just did the same thing to me. <laughs> right. You know, I, I knew that when I grew up and you know, in the village, and if I did something wrong, and you know, I didn't have to worry about you know, because by the time yep. I got home, my parents knew about it. Right. So yeah, and, uh, and uh, same with my kids. So everybody watched out for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, when we live in this community. So I think, you know, staying here, you, know, you have a sense of like you know, of pride because you, you know everybody kind of watches out for everybody, and you know that's that's kind of why you, you stay here. That just that this kind of uh, small hometown feel brings. To well, that's what I was going to say. You know, thinking about the offices that you're running for, town town council, town uh, su road supervisor, running for those offices, you're you're running for your community, you're running for your neighbors, you're running for people that matter to you. It's not, you know, you're. I guess probably the only thing that comes to mind to me is you're not going for the narcissistic. I'm better than everyone else around here. So I need to be at the biggest office and tell everyone how to run their lives. It's this affects you, you know, deciding how the roads, deciding how, you know, things are going to be ran affects your life and your children's lives and your neighbor's lives. So you can't just hide away in an ivory palace and, and go, well, you know, sorry that it happened this way. Right. You know, it, you really have to, to think about that person next to you because you know who it's really truly going to affect it's an interesting field Now, would a little bit of a left turn here? Would you support in for the town council, at least for the town council, really for any of it, anything local, that they would not be allowed to identify their party affiliation to just pull that off the table? Um, I would if I don't even know. Is that an option? Can you do that? Uh, I you can in some some communities will will say that if you're on a town council that. It's a non because it's so localized. You could say that, hey, we don't recognize party lines here, so that when you vote and you saw the ticket, the ticket would have no party lines on it. In the, in the purest sense of everything, if you're doing, you know, if you're truly doing it for this is who I am, right? My qualifications, this is why I'm doing it, and it doesn't matter who I'm doing it for. 
that doesn't bother me one bit. Because, like I said, when my dad did this, he didn't care if you were Democrat, Republican, Communist, or whatever. You know, he did it, right. whatever was in the best interest. And, you know, that's kind of how I think about right. this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, if there were a way to do something like that, yeah. um, I've, I've never heard of that before. So it's... Uh, yeah, we were just talking, to, I was just interviewing a guy from California, and that was one of the things he talked about was his community. When you run for town community offices, like very, that kind of initial first level offices, they they remove uh, your party affiliation. Everybody knows who you, your affiliation. Right. But as far as balloting is concerned, your party affiliation is removed to avoid anybody say, saying, well, this is a Democrat's town. This is a Republican's right. town to remove that from, from the uh, conversation. Yeah, I got to think what my biggest fear was, and I think I may have said it to these guys at one point, you know, when I was going to, when I made the decision to do this and I said, you know, I've been friends with people in this town for over 50 years and then I'm going to run for office and some people looked at me and said, did you come from like your family and all that? You know, why are you getting involved with this? Because I wanted to get involved with this. And then, you know, then I'm going to say, a democratic line, and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, I hate you because you're a democrat, right? That's what I'm saying. That's right. It. I can think of other reasons why you picked up an answer, I'm not because I'm <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can give you a whole list, but I, I'm doing it because I want to do it, I want to serve my community, and that's the way I want to do it. I love that. I mean, well, that you know, that kind of go ahead, Pete, please. No, I'm all right. Well, what I was going to say, that kind of you know, one of my last questions I have for everybody is, is we always hear, you know, oh, it's politics. I've got skeletons. I've got this. I've got that. Look, I don't want your skeletons. I'm not asking for that. We've all got them. Trust me. Um, but was that ever a fear or a concern going forward that, you know, you've lived here your whole life. Somebody knows the ball you threw through a window as a, as a kid. You know, somebody knows, you know, you dated you know, my, my sister's cousin's friend's roommate from college, you didn't get a pothole fixed right. fast enough the last time, you know, people know these, these things. Was that ever a concern for you going into this? Or what would you tell to somebody who wants to get into this, who has those concerns that feel like, well, what if somebody finds out? Well, I'm sure um, I have my own skeletons that some people may or may not know, but my phone is available or through Facebook Messenger even. And only thing I really have to say about that is you learn from the past and you plan for the future. Yeah, um, what I would say is just um, people change. Um, you have, maybe you do have skeletons. Um, if someone brings it up, you say, well, just be honest with people. This is what happened then and this is who I am now. Um, and if we can vote on who people are now um, is that's important, especially at a local level. You're voting for the person and what they're doing today. Um, not some stupid thing they did as a 15 year old kid. Yeah. Not everybody's perfect. I spent my whole career supervising not perfect. People. <laughs> um, and everybody deserves a second chance in life. And uh, we all grow up. I always say to my kids, you, you know, have fun, cut loose, do what you want to do now. But you know, we've all turned into the uh, mature you grow up and, We've all done things in the past, and you, know, you always worry about somebody saying, "Do you remember when you went to that party, or when you really did this?" Uh, listen, you know, So glad there was no I cell phones in our generation. You know, <laughs> you know, I, tend, I tend to believe I have thick skin. I've been yelled at by a lot of people in my life, and you know, I've been called worse things. So uh, I, I know where I am now in my life, and uh, I'm here to, you know, to, to be a good person and, and, and do good things for everybody. And my family and my community, so. These are some alcoholic yellow jackets. That's all I know. They have, they just want to drink up anything they can find. So we're going to get ready to, to we're going to close this bar, but look, if you're in, in the uh, Queeman's area, you have to come down. You have to check out the halfway house tavern. Uh, it is my favorite look for bars. I love bars that from the outside of it, you know, it looks like at some point this was somebody's house and somebody probably still lives upstairs. But then when you walk in, you can smell the greasy burger and the whole bar is completely clean. It doesn't have like the whole real dive bar look. It ha it's very clean. It's very nice. It's very well-maintained. Uh, so make sure you come out here. They were nice enough to host us 
today. So make sure you come and you, you check them out. I even gave them coasters because we all need the Above the Bar podcast coasters. <laughs> you know, so you can drink, drink over top of my face. Um, but I want to kind of get ready to close this up and give each of you an opportunity, whatever time you need, to say your piece about your campaign, what people should know as they're coming up. Because you're, you're now you said this is a special election. Is it going on a different day than the normal election? No, it's just a, um, because in the past it's always been a tough people bitter before people run. Okay. But we're running head to head against, I'm running against a particular person and, and Cindy's running against a particular person. Um, that's Oh, I'd love to get into rank voting. I, I'm a big fan. Oh, of rank me voting. too. Me too. Oh my goodness. My sister lives in Maine and can't See, speak highly enough about it. Well, the whole country of Australia does ranked voting. Right. And, uh, if you don't know what ranked voting is, folks, take a moment, go learn about ranked voting. And the fact that if you are somebody like me, who's a third party person, this is the only way that our voices get heard because then people are like, I know you might be voting this way, but if you vote one for him, vote two for me. Trust me, it make, makes a huge difference. But I want to give each of you an opportunity to say your piece, say your platform, so that people can get a chance to hear what your final piece. So you you figure it out who wants to, to go first. I just want everybody to know that um, my intent is to just kind of get everybody back involved with community and government again and to feel comfortable to come to town board meetings be comfortable to know that they have town board representation that will listen to everybody, hear their concerns, not shut them down in public comment, to have that my door, and I know Cindy's door, will always be open, um, available, and to know that no matter who you are, what you are, and, you know, whatever side of what aisle, you know, your, your politics lie, that yeah, my intent is is to represent everybody, whether you vote for me or not, and uh, and that's really what I want to. I want to see people getting back involved with their local government, and, and, and to see people really um, enjoy, you know, being here in the town of Queens, you know, living here in the town of Queens, and uh, and being in, and just getting involved with all the different organizations, you know, whether it be government, community based, um, or whatever's out there. But that's that's where I want to be. All right. What's your final word there, Cindy? Uh, well, I think for me, I, again, same as Ron, I want people to know I'm going to be there for them. Um, doesn't matter if you live on a 20 acre parcel um, with your house hidden from view out in uh, Queemans Hollow, or if you live down in the hamlet where you live two feet from the road and everybody sees your business, um, <clears throat> you want to be there for everyone. Um, and I also want people people to know that I want to make sure that the town board is accountable for the decisions that they're making, um, for the financial decisions, um, and for the decisions that affect uh, the future of this town. I want to make sure that people um, can see that uh, we're doing things the right way, making sure that money um, is being we're looking for the best options for um, how our money is spent rather than um, seven million. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so I want people to know that I, I will have their best interests at heart um, when it comes to all of those things when I'm on the board. And mine is a, a little different structure because of the position as a full-time position. And uh, I'd be structuring more towards the guys up in the garage a little bit because I would only be as good as they are. So I'd have to um, put some trust in them and learn them if and lead them to the right direction as needed. And if something is needed throughout the community, my phone's always available and uh, willing to talk to anybody with any issues or concerns they may have. Alrighty folks. So we, we just had this great opportunity, Ron Hodling, Cindy uh, Rousey, Pete DeLuke, each running for different offices in the Queenman's Queen. I got that shit right. Queenman's area. I was say, so saying Queenman's the entire time. I blame my wife on that one. Cause she even says it. And she, <laughs> I think it's cause she lives up in Brunswick, but each one run, running for an office. So uh, make sure on election day, if you're in the local area, you, you run local, make sure you come out here. You, you put, put their names in for a vote, you give them an opportunity uh, to make a little bit of change here. Reach out to us here at the Above the Bar podcast. You can always find us Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, 
TikTok, Instagram. It's all the above the bar podcast. Even our email is the above the bar podcast at gmail.com. It's always the same. Now, something we do on every episode, this is very important. The guests always get the last word. So you guys can rock, paper, scissors this shit. You can do whatever you need to do, but you each get one final word. So what is it? Thank you for your support. I was just going to say thank you. Um, This has been a great opportunity. Hey, thanks for listening to us. And make sure you get out on election day and give us some support. All righty, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.